today we're talking all about buying land in Hamilton, Ontario. Welcome back everybody and thank you so much for joining me. It is an absolute pleasure to have you tuning in again this week. We are talking all about a cool topic that I get asked quite often about actually is buying land because a lot of people are looking at the prices of houses and they're thinking, well, hey, I'm just going to buy a piece of land and I'm going to build a little house on it or a big house, whatever you want. And that's the route that I want to go. But it is not as straightforward as buying a house. So if you like the information you hear in this video, be sure to pop a like on it. That'll get in front of more people that can benefit from information like this and if you haven't already be sure to subscribe and join our growing community that we are building over here my name is justin little i am a local real estate agent in hamilton ontario and i love making educational videos about the real estate market in hamilton if you are looking to get a hold of me you can do so directly by clicking the link in the description below that will take you somewhere that you can book a call with me directly at a time that is convenient for you there we go. Intro done. Uh, and lastly, I got to touch on the hat. Went to a Cardinals, Hamilton Cardinals baseball game the other night. That was actually a ton of fun. Super cheap tickets. I think they were like 12 bucks. Um, my friend ended up winning the 50-50. It was just a fun night out. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to check them out at Bernie Arbor Stadium. All right, let's jump into this. Buying land to build a house around Hamilton surrounding areas, Glanbrook, all this, let's just cover it. So the number one thing you need to consider if you're looking to buy a lot to build a house on is what the zoning is, especially when you're looking to buy a house. A lot of land not in the city and in the rural areas is designated as agricultural land, meaning it is just farmers fields. And that's basically what it's used for is growing crops. Now this land is very cheap. Taxes are almost non-existent on it. And you're looking at it thinking, hey, this is a great deal. The problem is you can't build a house on that land. You would actually have to go through an appeal process to get it changed uh, into a zoning that would allow you to build a house on it, which could be a very lengthy and incredibly costly process. Number two, you want to consider the location of the land. So especially if you're looking to build a house, you want to see, are there any large bodies of water near it that I could be potentially at risk for, for flooding? Easy way to do this is just Google Maps and then obviously driving around the area just to get ideas of the elevation around the lot because you don't want to be buying a lot that is prone to flooding that's just going to be a nightmare to build on uh, as well we want to consider who's next door so depending on how large the lot is you want to see what's around you is there commercial behind you are there other houses is there fields what are you going to be surrounded by because uh, those are things neighbors are important do you want neighbors that are far away do you want neighbors that are close take that into consideration when you're looking at it you also want to consider how far away amenities are because the further you get away from amenities the land may be cheaper but that also means a resale is going to be cheaper typically the closer you get to amenities the more price higher price you're going to pay for a property now d you also i just said d because i got points here but i guess we're on point d number two d <laughs> any planned future developments nearby so are you gonna build your dream house but then it turns out there's a development two or three lots over and they're building a 27 story skyscraper and now you have absolutely no privacy and it's just really just killed a lot of the resale of your property having this new tower overlooking you so you want to see what developments are happening around you and you also don't want to buy something that has a huge lot and they're just throwing a subdivision of townhouses and a horseshoe around your property uh, as well you want to see if the land has been surveyed the reason being then you know exactly your lot dimensions what's on it you get that sort of overhead view of it which is also comes handy because if you're going to build you're going to need a survey and surveys can be costly and uh 
they're typically not quick. So lastly, when you're looking at the location, you want to consider how you're going to access water, sewer, and hydro. If you're in a city, you're going to want to probably tie into the city water and city sewer if it's available. If you go a little farther out, like even on Trinity Church, which isn't that far out, they're on septic. A lot of the houses out there, well, pretty much all of them up to a certain point, but uh, you have to consider, okay, I got to put a septic into the property. How much is that going to cost me to dig that? How am I going to get water? Can I get a well? Or do I have to uh, bring in a cistern to hold the water? So you have to factor in these things of how you're going to get your sewage, your water, and the hydro to the property because those costs definitely, definitely vary and can compli complicate things. Last point here, you got to be patient if you are buying a plot of land and looking to build on it. Number one, you got to clear the land to build the house. So are there shrubs, trees, grass, whatever there is. And even then some areas clearing the trees is a big, uh, big no-no depending where the land is located. So you have to see how much it costs to clear the land. And then also you have to look at bringing soil in just so that way you can grade the land appropriately. Um, and also with patience when it comes to land and you're building a house, you have to consider the weather. So it's tough to say that you're building a house, you know, it's going to take six months to build. We're going to move in then. You might get delayed because it might be the wettest summer or spring we've had on record and no trades can work. Nobody can show up because the house hasn't even been framed and closed in yet. So there is always delays with materials. There can be delays with the construction. So you just have to be patient if you're doing it. It's not a quick process. You're not buying this house and building it right away unless I guess you're a professional builder. But for the average Joe, it's going to be a very lengthy process and it's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, I think next week or in a couple of weeks, I want to cover the topic of what it looks like about financing vacant land and i might have somebody come on the show to talk about that but thanks for tuning in this week i appreciate it uh tune in, appreciate you tuning in each and every week thanks for watching we'll talk to you again later